All right, welcome back, everyone, to Calibration Station. Today, I'm joined with Keith. Um, Keith, how would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, I mean, my name's Keith. Uh, I've been a student at Penn State while uh, Brian was there, so a member of the Blue Band for, I was privileged to be a member of the Blue Band for five years, just graduated um, from Penn State um, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, with a degree in engineering science. Um, and now I'm fortunate enough to be still at Penn State doing research um, as a research technician, uh, hopefully before heading to med school, um, and then seeing where we go from there. Very nice, man. Congrats on graduating, by the way. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So cold. I heard you say that you were, you graduated with an engineering science degree. Is that yep. right? Yep. And and then you're planning on going to med school. Yes. Uh, how did you get into that transition? Are they related or? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in my opinion, problem solving is what engineering is all about. Um, and I think that's one of the, the best things that you can have as a medical background is the ability to problem solve. Um, so that's that's really what why I got an engineering degree. Um, and plus I like problem solving and helping people, um, which is kind of what engineering and medicine are what they're about. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of, I think, a good mesh of the two. Um, so yeah, and engineering science was, was the right opportunity for me to um, kind of get that honors program and change and look at that interdisciplinary work and kind of get a well-rounded um, degree um, while still focusing on the stuff that I, I wanted to do. So um, it, was a, it was a great program and definitely one that I would recommend. That's awesome, dude. So what, what do you want out of your, like, your medical med school experience? Yeah. Like, what, what are you trying to do here? Um, do you know? So the end goal, um, ideally, I would love to be a neurosurgeon. Um, I think working with, mm -hmm. um, that's, that provides an immediate impact on people's lives. Um, uh, uh, one second. Is neurosurgeon like the brain surgery? Is that yes. what that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. Brain surgery. Um, plus, I mean, there's more stuff that goes into it other than just the brain. Um, so this working with the spine, um, pretty much anything with the neural system. So. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the brain is definitely, definitely kind of what draws people to it. Um, I, I think the brain is is quite possibly the coolest thing. Um, and I could, I mean, I could talk about it all day and I could learn and read about it all day, um, which is great when you want to go to school and yeah. for another 10 years and learn about it. But, yeah, man, dude, uh, how, was there anything specific that made you want to say like, yes, I want to be a neurosurgeon. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, um, how did you find out about that? I honestly, um, I, I don't have some crazy um, profound moment in my life where I was like, man, this is what I want to do. Um, but because I came into to college and I was, I wanted to be an engineer um, mm -hmm. and I kind of knew I wanted to work with medicine in some, some capacity just because I, I knew I wanted to, to help people and, and do stuff like that. Um, and so I knew I kind of wanted to do medicine and I started to get into it and I started learning, expanding past what, um, what I was able to cover in like a typical high school class. Um, 
And as you expand and learn about all these these cool new things um, in college in a college setting, um, the brain really stuck. And there was there's so much that we don't know about the brain um, that I think that there's and there's so much opportunity for growth in that area. Um, so the brain to me is is kind of like a, a almost like a final frontier. I don't want to call it a space thing. Um, but there's just so much that we can learn about it and i think that's exciting and i could like i said i could continue reading about it all day every day um so that's that's kind of what tailored me to the brain um and like i said i kind of had that hunch that medicine was the right way um for me to go yeah so yeah did you find medicine through like engineering sciences or was that just something separate that you wanted to like you wanted so, to join the two or or yeah go ahead yeah i mean it's kind of kind of is that that join of the two um like i i knew i had kind of a knack for problem solving um which is what that engineering degree is um but i think that medicine is kind of where i see myself um just okay. being able to provide the most positive impact i feel like um with yeah, yeah. Surgery, um, with being a doctor um you're working with people when they're some of the at some of the most vulnerable points in their in their life and if you can help them through that i think that's that's really important um so that's kind of why medicine as a whole is i want to i want to help people and i want to help people grow and i see that's that's kind of my way of being able to to give back and to help people mm -hmm. so i did electrical engineering which is mm -hmm. um honestly i don't know how similar it is to engineering sciences uh, i haven't met anyone that that had that that was that major so yeah. could you tell tell me a little a little bit more about your major and like what those types of uh, degrees will get you like what people usually do with that type of degree yeah so um engineering science is the honors engineering program so um, mm -hmm. it's focused on interdisciplinary design and working in interdisciplinary teams oh um, okay so, i see uh, i'm sorry yes. to cut you off i actually no, knew someone that that yeah. was and she she took like electrical engineering courses even though she didn't yep. have to and yeah it was yeah she's just really smart but <laughs> that, that makes sense <laughs> now um sorry but i want to jump to like another thing that popped in my head so yeah. neuroscience and neurosurgery like that's that all seems like pretty daunting stuff like pretty scary mm. what gave you the confidence to say that hey like i'm keith and i can pursue this like this is something that i can do what what made you think that or or is that what you think <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's like i think um with anything um there's always some sense of imposter syndrome um which is where you don't feel like you're you're where you're supposed to be i mean i mm. i work now with with some people that are just know so much um and know have such a wealth of knowledge and large um kind of breadth of knowledge that 
all I want to do is learn from them. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I think that obviously, yes, it's it's daunting. Um, but if you go in with the mindset that I'm here to learn, I'm here to grow and get better, um, and nothing's really going to stop me from trying to get better, um, I think that's the the kind of the best mindset. Just kind of be a sponge as best as you can and learn from all those people that that do have have that knowledge already um so yeah that's kind of where i get that confidence (laughs) that's that's freaking awesome man because i i had the same idea going into grad school Uh, i just finished my first year um at penn state here but um going into grad school i i had the same kind of thoughts of i just wanted to soak up all of the information and learn as much as possible and my professors were just these abundant sources of, of information that, you know, I could ask them anything and they'd, they'd be so happy to help me out. And it yeah. was it was just really, uh, this is something that uh, Bridget said, <clears throat> excuse me, she was on my podcast last time, but she said it's so great being humbled, like that next level of, because I, I was going through electrical engineering as like, I mean, I guess this doesn't fit in that sense, <laughs> but just seeing like the next level or even like seeing people who are a lot better at you than what you want to do is just like, it's, it's amazing seeing that there's like room for growth. So I think growth yeah. is like so awesome. I, I love that shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, there are so many people. Um, I think I, f- I forget the, exactly who said it, um, but there's a quote um, from someone that says, um, "The wise man is one that knows he doesn't know everything," or something like that. Um, mm. And so, like, always having that mentality of wanting to learn and wanting to grow. And I mean, like you said, professors and I mean, Penn State's a great source of of knowledge on pretty much everything Mm -hmm. um there's there's someone or something that you can learn from there um and so i think knowing that and keeping your eyes open and taking advantage of the opportunities is is what you need to do yeah for sure for sure so what uh this is kind of like a left turn but what do you think of your current life right now like what's your opinion yeah um so i just finished my undergrad degree um moving forward i'm like i said i'm at um i'm at penn state still doing research um working with dr nikki crowley um in the biology department um i mean as of right now uh i think things are going as close to planned as i could (laughs) as i could have them um I feel like I'm jumping through the hoops that I need to jump through in order to get um, to the next level, and I'm mm. making doing the best, imp- like doing the best that I can at each level um, to take advantage of all that um, each step on my journey has to offer. Um, so I would say I'm, I'm, enj- I like where I'm at now, um, but I don't want to be complacent with where I'm at now. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 
I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty complacent. I I don't like admitting that, but I I I don't I wouldn't say it's like complacent. I feel like I really like what's going on right now with just the time yeah. that I have, but I I want to be better. Like I want to do things better and just you know, use my time wisely even though it could like I could have a little less free time. I don't know if I said that right. I could yeah, use my time I, a little wise, wisely. Or, I, it's late. I'm going to yeah, blame the time. But. That's all right. I, I know what you mean. It's yeah. coming across to me. I, yeah. I mean, there are definitely times when I could, I feel like I could, you know, recenter myself and kind of, I don't want to say get back to the grind, but kind of, um, for lack of a better term, get back to the grind. Um, mm. But I also think you have to, you know, appreciate the moments. You can't keep moving. Um, so fast that you miss miss all the stuff that's going on right now. Yeah, man. So I I'm totally a person who just really uh, I don't really care about. Um, I I shouldn't say I don't care. I don't usually take things very seriously, um, even if they're pretty serious things. Like maybe it's a presentation or like a report mm-hmm. that's due. Like I, I'll do it and I'll I'll put my effort in, but at the end of the day, I just don't really, I don't really care what happens. <laughs> I, I don't have any expectations for anything. I'm just kind of trying to have as much fun as possible as I go through life. And that's, that's kind of how I see myself as, as someone who just wants to have as much fun as possible and just enjoy all of the present moments. So yeah, you have to take advantage of each one (laughs) right right so i was wondering how do you see yourself in this in this world in this life like what do you think of keith griffith like what is your your view of the world um uh i guess can you clarify that question sorry yeah sure i this came like right off the dome (laughs) like i yeah i didn't prepare for this at all it's kind of i i kind of want to make a tangent right now i'm gonna make the tangent so i've been trying <laughs> to like pay attention more to the conversations that i have with people so that mm-hmm. i can like uh, there there are a lot of points where i'll be talking or the other person will be talking and then i'll just be like all right next question like how did your drum yeah. major experience go or whatever <laughs> and and it like i i don't I kind of want to give like a little preamble before um, I ask my questions, yeah. so so you know what's going on. So, okay, um, I I said that. Uh, what did I even say? Oh, I'm like a pretty laxid, lackadaisical person, like pretty go with the flow. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. Um, how do you consider yourself? Like, what kind of person do you think you are? Yeah. Um... I would say I kind of go with the flow, um, but not to, I, I, th- I think that I can't, I have trouble going with the flow all of the time, um, mm. if, if that kind of makes sense. Is, is uh, that, I'm sorry, but is, is that why you uh, tried out for the drum major or tried out for leadership in general, I should say? Yeah, so the reason I, I went for, um, 
drum major and for leadership, I guess for leadership in general, I'll answer that question first. Yeah. Um, is I wanted to, especially for like the blue band, um, I wanted to give back um, to an organization that through two years, um, so my freshman and sophomore year, while I wasn't a defined leader, mm-hmm. um, had given me so much. Um, so the organization, I think the blue band is, I mean, one of the best decisions of my life uh, was auditioning for the blue band. Yeah. Um, looking back, I don't know. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Here, let, let me pick this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's all so, right. so... You you said giving back to the blue band, like you wanted to give back. Um, that's why you did the leadership thing. What does it mean to give back? Like, why are you doing it? Like, yeah, yeah. just why? Um, that's a, <laughs> that's funny. Um, the why is is a project that I started this past year um, as drum major, um, mm. talking about the whys. So um, this year specifically, the the everything was different. Um, mm-hmm. I will, um, even though I was the, the drum major this year, my experience is very different um, from Jack's who came before me. Um, and it'll be very different than, hopefully very different than whoever comes next. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but one of the big projects in a year when we didn't have, you know, on a normal year, you have the football games and you're, you go to the football games and you're, engaged in the football games and you get the trips and you get to go and do all this stuff and you're performing and that's kind of the the light at the end of the tunnel that's kind of you do all this work and then you get the kind of all of the everything that comes with being able to perform yeah yeah um this year we didn't have um all of those opportunities um so obviously we, we weren't at the games which makes kind of a kind of hampers the mood um, because obviously the the band loves to be at the games and loves to to make an impact of the games right so it was a very different year um in terms of looking at uh, from the blue band performer from the members side point of view um so one of the big projects that that i kind of worked on along with um the pr chair um, nikki melamed and uh, the president, Aaron Taylor, uh, is working with alumni um, and reaching out to alumni and, and kind of hearing their stories and hearing kind of about their, their why. Um, why, did, why did they do Blue Band and what, what did they kind of gain from it? Mm. And sharing those stories, we called them our Why Wednesdays. Um, so it was Wednesday. We didn't have practice on Fridays this year, so... Normally, normally we would have practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, this year we only had practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, so Wednesdays were our end of the week. Um, so why Wednesdays became kind of our way to carry us through um, through the weekend um, is the way I kind of looked at it. Is the way uh, we as members were able to like, I come, I work, I show up, um, even if I'm not getting the the performances this year i'm getting all of this other stuff i'm building connections i'm meeting yeah. new people um i'm getting all of the other stuff that the blue band offers that 
isn't what is talked about because oftentimes it's, oh, I get to go on these trips and I get to go perform at football games and I do this and I do that and I played at this. Mm -hmm. But really what it's about is um, the people, I think. Um, And so that was kind of a project we asked alumni um, to reach out, share their stories. And we asked, um, as we got to the end of the year, uh, I started to ask members of the organization in the organization um, to kind of give their why. So why did they, why did they come and why did they work so hard when we only had a few performances? Uh-huh. Um, and so that's kind of a project. And that's something that I hope carries on because I think hearing those stories and hearing kind of from the members is, is really important as to why, why to come in and give, you know, 110% and on each rep. Yeah. So, so absolutely. Would you be able to share your whys with our audience members and myself? Yeah, like, of course. Great. Um, yeah. So I showed up um, because I wanted, like I said, I wanted to give back to an organization that, that had given me so many opportunities, had built me so many connections, had made me so many great friends. Um, friends that I wanted, I will talk to for the rest of my life. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously some of those times we're talking about those shared experiences, but it's, it's just so great to, to be able to, to have those people to talk to. Um, I showed up and I worked hard because the, especially this year, I think the band needed, uh, the band needed to have band. And people, not only people in the organization, but people at Penn State, people in the community, and people worldwide needed music, and they needed um, needed band. And I needed to, I think that I brought a unique experience of having, after having been in the blue band for four years, I, I had known, I know what the blue band has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a leader for two of those years, I, I kind of have that general experience. And I was very fortunate this fifth year to have, I have all that back experience. Um, and I think that I filled the role of being able to help get us to next year. I, I hope that um, for everyone's sake, <laughs> that next year is very different than the year that we just had. Um, I would love to see the band at games. I would love to see um the band um doing all this other stuff that typically comes in a year uh but i think the community needed to see and people needed to see kind of that return to normal and the fact that you know we're still here we're still practicing we're still ready um kind of from the blue bands and from not just the blue band but marching band and instrumentalists as a whole that we're still here helping to create music and helping to to give back. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of why for me because I I think in a year where there's so much um kind of bad going on or in the world um, or there's so many external issues um band can offer a home away from home. Um, mm. so that's and I think members needed that i know i there were days when i needed it when i needed to just to just step away and be a band 
um, and kind of let the world external to what was going on on the field let that go. Um, and so I think band is very unique and it offers a lot of a lot of pluses and I I don't know honestly where I would be um, if I didn't have music in my life. Yeah, um, man. Like it's totally built you up for yeah. like the past however long, five years yeah. of college and then even high school. So yeah, major impact yeah. there. <laughs> it's awesome. Of <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think I'll share my why, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, Go why, for it. why I did blue band and why I tried so hard. Were those the two? Yeah. Um, so I did blue band because my friend Steven Sficko, uh, he's my friend from high school. And mm-hmm. he told me that he was one of the, the guides for the drum line. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like this guy? <laughs> Just because we went way back. And I, I knew him as like a total goofball. But he told me to try out. And like, so I just tried out. Like I didn't, I didn't prepare at all. It was like the night before the auditions. And I was at one of our, our mutual friend's house, like, he was trying to teach me the 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 piece to play for Dr. Buzz. And yeah. Yeah, it didn't go very well. It, it actually <laughs> went terribly. Um, but not enough people auditioned, so I, I actually got into the blue band, and I was like, yeah, sweet. Like, okay, now I have something to do with my time. And I, I didn't plan on doing blue band at all. Like, um, I did this thing called drum corps, and people who do drum corps seem to think that college band is like some sort of, I don't know, like not a joke, but it's like not as high level as drum corps and drum corps so good, but that's just not true at all. Like once I was actually in it, I realized that blue band was, was going to be something that really helped me grow. Something that really helped me like build my character as a person and it was super humbling just being in the presence of like pretty much everyone (laughs) like i i came from drum corps thinking that i was hot shit and then i come here and i i don't know how to drum (laughs) and everyone's better than me at one thing or another but it was just like like the connections that i had with people was that that i i nurtured and and came to grow i don't know what the word is like the relationships that i built were were so valuable like you said so yeah no i i think that's great i mean kind of from my experience i i also i mean i wasn't sure that i was going to do blue band (laughs) um so i i totally totally know what you mean um i told this to dr drain and he kind of laughed um but my freshman audition, I I did something very similar um, because I just I just had no idea, um, mm-hmm. and I picked it up and I, you know, I instead of sight reading one piece and having a prepared piece, I kind of sight read two. <laughs> um, Dude, I don't want to say sight read, but um, and I I was in a very fortunate position that they were they were taking a lot of trumpets, um, but I remember going home that night i don't think they cut anyone my freshman year um but i remember going home that night after my audition and being like wow i have to 
I, I think I told my mom, I was like, I have to shell out tomorrow because my <laughs> playing audition, like I listened to the people before and after me and I was like, like my playing is, is just subpar. Like, I don't know if I can cut it. Um, I'm going to have to shell out tomorrow when I march. Um, and so I came in and worked my butt off and was very fortunate. And oh. that mentality kind of carried on. <laughs> Dude. But yeah. That's great, man. I, I think we're so lucky. <laughs> so lucky yes. to be like given that blue band opportunity that, that so many people don't get to experience, you know? Yes. Like we could have gotten cut. Like we totally could have gotten cut. But we lucked out and we got this amazing experience that just we can we can carry on like for the rest of our yeah. lives, like just having that. And the my my why for why I tried so hard. Um so my second year, my my second year of blue band was my my senior year of college. And that's when I yeah. like at the start of that year, I, I was like, I'm going into grad school. Like this is what I'm gonna do. So this fall semester I need to try really hard and get my academics like way up because I was a little, I was a, around the average, like an average student, a very average mm -hmm. student. But um, so I, I was spending all of my time just studying and, and just staying in like the electrical engineering lab room where everyone does their work. But I, I remember I had like this 325 or 425 conflict. So I would show up to blue band practice a little bit late on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. But when I was at blue band, like these two hours were the only time in my, in my day where I didn't have to think about doing work. I didn't have to think about electrical engineering or anything like that. I could solely focus on just being in the moment and enjoying the company around me. And that was like the biggest why for me, like why I wanted to keep doing blue band. Like it was just a break in my day. That's, that's really all it was. I wasn't doing it for like the football games or anything. I just really liked the people that I got to spend my time around with. I, I got to spend my time with and like that yeah. senior year was, was so awesome. Like, yeah, it was, it was just that great vibes. Part. Sorry, what was that? I was gonna say it's that it's that escape part. It's that time yeah. away from from the world outside of outside of the the four corners outside of the absolutely lines. man. So um, let's let's go to life in general, uh, Keith. What do you think your greatest strength is? So uh, before you answer that, this is actually my favorite question, just because. You know, it's it's really hard to bring up in a normal context. If, if you're having a conversation with your friend, and and you guys are like drinking a beer or, or whatever, it's it's really weird to just be like, "Hey, man, what's your greatest strength?" Like, <laughs> and I I just want to give my guests like the opportunity to brag about themselves a little bit, um, knowing that like you guys wouldn't say this like uh, openly if if no one brought it up, then you'd probably just keep it to yourself and and think about it like that at least that's how i would do it like how i would think but yeah um go ahead that's that's a that's a difficult question it's a very loaded question yeah, um yeah my greatest strength i think um 
I think that I am able to one of my greatest strengths is my ability to connect and learn from people and from things. Uh, so whether that be a book, um, whether that be a video, um, I think a majority of it comes from connecting with people that though. Um, so I, I think that for the most part, I communicate and I talk with people well. Um, and I think that that kind of connection and being able to learn, learn from them and hopefully teach something, I think that um, that's kind of my greatest strength. Um, but that's a, that's a difficult question. That's a, that's a very difficult one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I think your answer plays really well into the leadership role, like being able to connect with people. Um, if they don't understand something or if you want them to do something, then I'm, I'm guessing that you totally have the, the insight to kind of put yourself in their shoes just based off of, like, I don't know, this, this conversation we've had so far. That's just what I think you would do. And I think yeah. that'd be like really valuable in just leadership in general. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into the the like did you wanna be the the trumpet guide um when you were going into your junior year? Were you just like, you know, this would be something that I'd be good at and I wanna do it. Was that what happened or um so I kind of had a goal. Um, I mean, like I said, my mentality was that I was going to come in and I was going to, you know, work, especially after, after my freshman year, after that first day, mm -hmm. um, when I had, when I realized, man, I have to come in and really work tomorrow. <laughs> um, I don't think, I think that that was kind of like a flip of the switch. Um, oh, so great. my goal was, was to, to always come in and work to be better and work to grow. Um, and I think that in the leadership role, um, I had the opportunity to help other people grow um, and kind of help bring people along um, and kind of, for lack of a better term, guide people <laughs> um, to, to trying to be, you know, the best possible version of the, that iteration of the blue band mm. um and so i had conversations with other leaders and they they recommended and thought that they put their trust in me they said um that they would they would help me um they kind of talked with me helped me um kind of hone what leadership and being kind of a servant leader and a student leader looks like um and i think that all of those things together kind of combined to being like this is something that i want to do um and i want to give back and i want to help people and this is my outlet for doing that doing that here um so yeah <laughs> if that kind of answers your question yeah. that's kind of why i that's that's uh, shot for it. that's awesome, man. Um, did you do leadership in anything else like besides blue band? So I did not really um, 
find an organization that I was as um, kind of as big of a part of outside of the blue band. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, um, blue band was was like the one, you know, the one big activity. Uh, I mean, there were other activities that I was involved with, but I never. I don't. I don't think some of them had the same time commitment from me that Blue Band required. I um, see. Like you didn't have as much of an investment in other activities. Yeah. 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 So, I was. I mean, I was very invested in the Blue Band. I mean, I. Right. To be honest, I still am. <laughs> maybe more than I should be. I. <laughs> I, I don't think. Guy, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, I think you're doing fine. <laughs> I think it's a good thing to have like support from from recent alumni, from alumni in general too. But yeah. Yeah. So I I think that like I first of all, I freaking love leadership, man. Like I I I if there's an opportunity for me to be the leader of something, then I will I will take it. Like pretty much no matter what it is, even if there are people with like more experience than me or if they're better suited for the role, then like I, I'm gonna talk to them about it and just tell them I'm yeah. interested. But basically, leadership is like a guaranteed way for me to improve myself, like guaranteed. And I I think that way because if I don't know what I'm doing, then I'll just ask the people that I'm leading. <laughs> like I I don't have any problem with just yeah. asking for help. Especially if there are people that, you know, that have, um, I don't know what the word is. I want to say like more experience than me, but, um, yeah, just, I, I, I just think that like, even if I don't do well in my leadership role today, if something similar comes up in the future, then I'll know how to handle it a lot better than when I did right now. And, you know, that, that way of, of continuous growth like i don't think my my love for leadership will ever um dissipate to nothing like i think i'll always have some sort of leadership role um in the future whether that's teaching pickleball or um (laughs) like teaching electrical engineering or band like it's i think teaching is is really is is leadership too just teaching in general but i agree yeah man that's that's kind of what i want to do with my life i i want to be uh, i i think i want to be a professor but really i just want to teach it doesn't have to be anything specific it could be a variety of things but that's that's what i want to do and yeah thanks for giving me that that rant (laughs) no you're good i think i think the fact that you have have that so clearly outlined and that's it i mean one of the big things about figuring out your life um <laughs> is knowing kind of what brings you joy and where you feel like you're making an impact mm-hmm. and if you i think i agree that teaching and helping people grow that's which is that kind of leadership aspect is is huge huge if you can uh if you can do that and do that well um world always needs needs more teachers there's always people um that you can learn from and 
So, yeah, that's my spiel. So, within your drum majoring experience this past year, did you have any memorable moments of, yeah, Keith, like you killed it. That was good. Like, that was a good drum major uh, display. Good, a good display of your drum majoring. And in whatever sense you might want to take that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there were a few times when I was like, I mean, sometimes it almost didn't feel real, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, hmm. What do you mean by that? I, I, I kind of mean like, like, yes, I was the drum major, but it's, it was kind of like that imposter syndrome. syndrome um, yeah coming up like i i didn't you know i i got to flip in beaver stadium once um never for a game um but and so that kind of and that's such a hallmark of the of the visible portion of being a drum major right Um, right and obviously i mean you know but there that's that's really only you know five percent of what a drum major does um for at Penn State is is that flip, um, but that's you know what the whole world sees. Um, so as far as moments when I was like, yeah, I know that. Um, my my first virtual performance, um, I I felt like I was very nervous. Um, I'm not gonna lie because that was the first time. You know, I had not flipped in front of the band um, because I I just I just hadn't I don't know, <laughs> um, and I knew I could flip and I you know I had practiced and I I could flip I wouldn't have had the job otherwise, um, mm-hmm. but doing that kind of leading the band through that day, um, so so the virtual performance included um, kind of us warming up. Uh, kind of went into our pregame um all kinds of stuff like that and when i i remember talking to mr hickey and i said you know mr hickey i'm i'm nervous and he said do you know how to flip and i said yeah like he's like can you do it i was like yeah he's like well then what are you nervous for and you know that kind of stuck with me and i was I mean, I was still nervous, but as soon as I landed that flip, I was like, yes, yeah. you did it. And it was kind of like a weight off my shoulders because even though I know the band like knew I could do it, um, even though they weren't facing me, <laughs> um, even though they knew I could do it, that kind of was like, yes. The, it, was, it was a very big weight off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's a lot different doing the flip in front of people um, versus like, you know, doing it by yourself when no one's watching or like that pressure is probably huge, man. Like I can't even imagine, but I mean, it's, it's definitely like, it's a totally different, I mean, it's like with anything though, you do it enough times and it, and it just becomes second nature. Um, That's true. Yeah. Like all of the drum majors before me have, done a great job of like you know preparing and they've they like jack was was great about it i mean jack never missed a flip (laughs) yeah so like he was 
he was great at flipping at getting mentally mentally prepared um so i kind of took what i saw jack do and you know did what i needed to do to be mentally prepared but it was the first time was i mean every time was was nerve-wracking but the first time especially because i was mm. like man if i i was like i can't miss the first one like i i <laughs> i can't do it i was like no matter what you have to hit the first flip mm. um and you got it and i got oh, it nice. and so that was that was kind of the moment that and um when i was for the blue and white game and the only two times i was in beaver stadium is the drum major um and Dean DeBoer said with senior drum major Keith Griffith, um, that was kind of like, man. It, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have a recording of it saved on my phone because <laughs> I, <laughs> That's I awesome. like, don't, I don't sometimes, like sometimes like I, I have to pitch myself because I'm just so lucky. Um, to have been given the opportunity to be the drum major. Uh, mm. And I hope that I was able to give back um, to the band and give back to each member as much as they all gave me um, because I learned, I learned so much about myself and about leadership and about being, being kind of that leadership, leadership role and um, in such a difficult time, I learned so much and right. I don't think, I don't think I the members of the band get enough credit for all the work that they that they did, um, and like I said, they they helped me grow, and I I I told them all the time, um, I I'm just the guy that stands up in the front and waves my arms, <laughs> like you guys are the ones that are playing, and you guys are the ones that that follow me and and really do do all of the stuff like you guys are amazing and you need to <laughs> you need to know that so that's great man i think you did a good job too like i didn't watch any of your any of your uh drum majoring i didn't get to experience any of that but i i truly think that the people that are at the top of the organizations or the top of whatever um they usually don't get thanked enough or usually at all like um I remember my senior year of of college, my last year of blue band. There was something Dr. Drain said to us after rehearsal. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember like really connecting with it and and like like my viewpoint of just blue band and Dr. Drain completely changed. I I thought to myself like Dr. Drain is someone who wants every member of the blue band to be the best versions of themselves possible. And that is freaking awesome. Like, I totally buy that. <laughs> and I remember right after that, I just had to, I went into his office and I just, I talked to him for the first time one-on-one -on -one and I just thanked him. And we had like an, an hour long conversation, which was really awesome. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally think that you deserve a lot more credit than, um, Maybe you didn't get, maybe you didn't have the chance to get because of, you know, the situation, but. Well, 
I mean, ultimately, like it's it's not about me. <laughs> like, right. and this is something that I would I would tell people. They're like, oh, I I feel so bad that that you didn't get you didn't get your experiences. Like, like yeah, I didn't get my experiences, but so did <laughs> so did the rest of the band. And, and you know, I it's it's not about me. Like being, I don't think, I think being a leader and is knowing when um kind of to step aside and let let other people get get the credit and i think that's that's so important and and get that get that praise because i think i mean they deserve it um damn man 110 percent you you about me you are a good person <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> Uh, I am not that way. I'm. I am very selfish. I. I don't like credit. I don't like the spotlight. But um, I want to give it to the people that are around me, and because that is what makes me feel good. Like, oh, absolutely. knowing, yeah, uh, giving credit uh, to the students. Like, uh, uh, let me try to give you an example. I can't think of an example right now, <laughs> but just. Being able to to kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just a very selfish uh, leader. That's that's what I think. Uh, not for in the fact that like I want to be known as the leader and and that stuff. I just think it would be a lot of fun, and I think everyone would like it. That's that's just what I would think. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And and. I think it for that reason, uh, it's pretty selfish because I would be having fun and maybe not everyone would be, but I would make sure everyone would be because I think that's just <laughs> the type. You're yeah. pretty good at that. At that. Yeah. Well, we'll I will say. but I don't know. That's, I don't, I don't even know where I, I got that from, but <laughs> let me ask you this. What was your favorite part about being the drum major? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Because there are a lot of things that that are great about being the drum major. Um I think the my favorite thing about being the drum major uh was the people that I was able to connect with and hopefully impact um in the organization and outside of the organization. Mm. Um, so I I think that those um i mean being the drum major offered me opportunities to you know go and speak at the thon pep rally and perform for the thon 5k and and do all these things um and i think that hopefully i was able to you know impact someone like i said they all of them all the members of the band impacted me so much hopefully i was able to impact them positively in some way so definitely my favorite part about being the drum major the best part was was the people that i was able to connect with and interact with yeah man that makes sense there's probably a, a bunch of opportunities that that come with the drum major role that you wouldn't get to experience um in other positions so of course yeah all right keith let's move on to our final question um do you have any advice for your listeners? Any advice? Yeah, I mean, 
I don't want to sound like a broken broken record, um, but you know, work hard, um, because I don't think anything should ever be you know given to you just because of who you are. I think it should be given to you because of your work ethic and and what you can do. Um, if that kind of makes sense. So work hard and never be afraid to learn. You know, that comes with asking questions and, and knowing that there are so many opportunities to learn and so many people to learn from, uh, that you need to do your best to take advantage of that. So kind of my, my two pieces of (laughs) two pieces of advice are work hard and don't ever stop learning dude that's all that's that's fabulous man thank you so much for that advice yeah i I really needed that i have not been working hard at all (laughs) this past week um i mean i I, you have down weeks that's all right yeah that's true that's true I, i i have a little more time to do my research and um yeah i you know now that i i hear that i i totally want to get after it like there's nothing wrong with um, the stuff that I'm learning, I, I genuinely like it. It's just yeah. that I have a bunch of other stuff, like like pickleball, which I am addicted to right now, and <laughs> and just you know, there's always there's always more that I I should be doing, and could be doing. But yeah, that's great advice, man. So, yeah. all right, Keith, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we really course. enjoyed you here. Um, do you have any last words? <laughs> no, just a just a thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to kind of share a little bit about myself. Um, and like I said, thank you. Um, I really had a great time. Sorry for having to jump out in the middle there. Oh, all good, man. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and we'll see you next time. Peace.